Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag. And I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right? I mean, no, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays a means floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get a mean in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show hey listener underdog fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry you can play pick them pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower total in each stat for this week's games for a chance to win big you can actually win up to 100 times your money in a single night that's right i didn't say 10 i didn't say 20 up to 100 times your money Pick between two and five players, build a pick them entry. My favorite feature, you can make rivals picks. Pit two players against each other. Wembenyama versus Nikola Jokic. Tim Hardaway Jr. versus Norm Powell. Kawhi Leonard versus Steph Curry. Who knows? Maybe Grayson Allen versus Pat Connaughton. You get where I'm going with that. You can do it all with Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you sign up today with the promo code DING. That's D-I-N-G. And get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our promo code DING, D-I-N-G, to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant Pick them special must be 18 or older and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concern with your play call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. 
and Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Kind of casually tossed that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality and you're naked and screaming it's like <laughs> follow us for free on apple podcasts and all major podcast platforms for more information go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our instagram or tiktok at chinwagpod or on twitter at chinwag underscore pod R Slash is a hilarious podcast where Dabney Bailey uses ridiculous voices and emotions to read aloud the week's craziest Reddit posts. He reenacts various Reddit threads covering wild stories and secrets, petty revenge, relationships, and much more. So if you're looking for a daily distraction and a laugh, check out R Slash wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think there's still room for... A top five kills list after this deaths list. You know what's funny? In making this list, I realized I don't have a clear grasp of the, the line between top five kills and top five deaths. I mean, you asked in the chat, like, is this the best five, the worst five? Mm -hmm. And I confidently dropped ambiguous in there and then thought, well, shit, what is it? What have I chosen? Because <laughs> usually these run with a theme, right? And this didn't feel like it ran with a theme. Yeah. Most of my list could be considered a kill. Uh -huh. I'm grading it on the death, if that makes sense. I don't know if these would necessarily be kills, top five kills for me, but we'll find out. I think I only have three murders, mm. three kills in mine. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> my OLIs, I got a lot, but that actually made the list. I don't know. I also... I was telling Maze just how tough this one was. There's a lot of meat on that bone. There's a lot of meat. We should have way more OLIs. <laughs> well, we've only got two. We got to start fixing that. How many? How many? How many OLIs? How many OLIs? How many OLIs? I just don't like that. I want it all. Big surprise. I want to take it all. Mm. Zach wants to make this a top 10 or a top 50 or yeah. whatever it takes. I mean, let's really like flush it out, you know? Flush it out or flush it out? Flesh. You want to flush it out. Why though? What am I flushing? All the flesh. What? Well, that didn't. <laughs> that's not. That's not an explanation. Got a flush. <laughs> Got a flush. This idea is just straight up bad. That algorithm is busted. It's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. Top five, easy. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Got a rope singing, y'all.
Welcome to another episode of Cinephobe Top 5. That's CT5. This is the podcast where we decide, you know what? New material, yawn. No, thank you. <laughs> Let's go back into the archives and just read this shit that we already like. Let's do a clip show. Yeah. <laughs> Prior categories have been worst dancers, vehicles, jobs, weapons, names, best 0% movies, worst 0% movies, and this week... You didn't get it from the cold open. It's deaths. We still don't know what kind of deaths. Yeah, is it deaths, murders, deaths, kills? Mm -hmm. Worst deaths, best deaths. Most memorable. No, just deaths. Ambiguous, Mm -hmm. according to Zach. Mm. Is it one for the fellas? Is it not for the fellas? (laughs) It's not deaths for the fellas. Oh, my God. I just listened to that. Oh, (laughs) shit, man. What an episode. Don't ruin my list, man. (laughs) What are you doing? What an episode. (laughs) As always, we've got our top fives, and we have two OLIs, but because Zach can never limit himself, we're going to dump all the other. You can? (laughs) Fuck out of here. You can? (laughs) (laughs) There's some good OLIs here, which will come at the end. It's a lot of deaths in Cinephobe, man. A lot of deaths. I know I missed a ton, too. Oh, for sure. I can't wait to hear you guys' list. That's the beauty of this exercise is that, in theory, it'll be covered by one of us, right? Or the fans. Or the fans, yeah. You guys can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or throw it in the Discord, right? Yeah, patreon.com slash count the dings. There you go. Yeah, me knows what the Discord is. He checks it all the time. Absolutely. It's like inflation. Yeah. I, I know what inflation is, but... Why don't you tell me? <laughs> what do you think inflation is? What do you think the Discord is? Let's go order of Maze, Zach, and then me. That works. All right. First OLI is going to be Brittany Powell, a.k.a. Faith in Fled. She gets shot through the peephole by that oh. smug henchman with the toupee. Oh, I didn't even have it. Flies back into the glass coffee table, shattering it. What a great pick. And Stephen Baldwin comes down, <laughs> squinting. No! 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 So much going on in that scene. <laughs> There's a lot, she dude. Flies back. Henchman. Henchman <laughs> through the people. Henchman looked ridiculous, right? He looked like Danny DeVito and Steven Seagal had a baby. Exactly. That's a good one, man. I didn't even write that down. That's a good one. I didn't get that one either. Zach, what do you got for your OLI? Well, we're going to go to Nick Cage month in which Major Bingo gets raptured <laughs> and his clothes are just left at the mall. Tough to leave off my top five, but I had to be an OLI. Yeah, Major Bingo gets raptured. <laughs> that stupid fucking kid was so bad. And then his clothes are just there in the mall. You don't take your fits to, to heaven. You just leave them. Man, I didn't even think of that because I don't think of that so much as a death as being elevated to heaven. Oh, no, it's a death, man. That little shit's gone. It's technically a death. Not a murder. Not a murder. Yeah. Speaking of technicality, is this a Cinephobe death or not? OLI number two. Million ways to die in the West. The mayor dragged away by the wolves. <laughs> but bye. Bye, Mr. Mayor. Bye. Oh. Now, we don't see how he died. That's true. We just know he's been dead. That's a good one. I didn't even have that on the list. I, did so- I had something else from that movie, but that's a good one. Bye. <laughs> bye, Mr. Mayor. My other OLI is Kevin Heffernan. AKA landfill and beer fest after a <laughs> yeah. extended fight with Monique. He falls into the vat of beer. He tries to chug his way out, creating a vortex into his mouth, but then he just ends up drowning. 
and floating there. Oh, it's such a good one. And my favorite part of that is that his twin brother shows up. He's like, yeah. "Will you just call me landfill <laughs> <laughs> for continuity's sake?" I taught him everything he knows about drinking. <laughs> well done, Zach. Your OLI number one. Distracted by cyclists. Sandy Bullock's husband in Practical Magic gets <laughs> absolutely smoked by a delivery truck. The wheel of the of the push cart, the dolly is spinning, shoe off on the road. That's how you know someone got hit by a car. Sandy Bullock's husband getting absolutely obliterated. My OLI number one. Next, everyone dies in a nuclear blast. <laughs> I thought about that. It's such a funny nuclear blast too, man. Or do they? Yeah, well, yeah, that's... The beauty of that movie. Yeah, it's ambiguous, much like this list. It is ambiguous. (laughs) All right, we're into the top fives now. My number five, this was the first death that came to mind when I started making this list. Sharon Stone, Mm. Laurel Hedare and Catwoman. Yeah. Epic fall after the fight. Such a good one. They cut to the dummy rotating like crazy, (laughs) then back to a different dummy that's falling straight down. Wait, you think that was a dummy? Sharon Stone, different take. Let me really spin on this one. That's what I want to do. And then bullseye, dead center. Yeah. Boom. Perfect shot. There's a movie that we've done that hasn't come out yet that has a death that features a doll, basically. (laughs) Oh, shout out to Sharon Stone, the OG, though. As we were trying to figure out OLIs, that was one that I was trying to fit into my list. I couldn't do it, but I I had confidence somebody had it. That's a great one. Yeah. Number five, I fear that we're all going to have it. So hopefully I'm not spoiling something here, but it's the heroic death of the man who invented the truck, truck, truck. It's Gertie in the ice road. (laughs) Yeah. I realize how dumb it is now. I didn't know he died at first. I just like, I thought he's in the hospital. I didn't realize he had been crushed by a truck, truck, truck. It's ironic. He was dead. They're just like, oh, yeah, Liam, your brother's dead, by the way. What do you want to do with the body? It was shock, a shocking death to me. And he was ass off in that death, too. Let me just say. Oh, my God. So good. My number five, Zach has already said it. It's the produce man getting Helen hunted in Practical Magic. And specifically, the reason why is because seeing the produce fly in the air, <laughs> that's the part. It's such a good cinematic trick someone gets hit <laughs> something flies in the air the wheel exit the shoot lettuce gone tomatoes flying it's a great way to cut to something so you get the picture you know what's happened but you don't actually have to see the person get hit you save on a doll save so much money right you don't have to have a doll like get obliterated yeah uh, can we actually show them getting hit no no let's no. just throw some shit in the air no 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 we don't have the budget for that take off his shoe just fucking throw it on the side of the road over there mm-hmm My number four, recency bias for sure, but such an incredibly gratuitous death. It's Terry Crews in Street Kings, shaking and seizuring his ass off. An unreasonable number of bullets that only ended up being 18 somehow. Oh my God. His death is plot liftoff. Mm -hmm. Keanu watches it again later. That dark room. What a death. (laughs) The best part about it is... He's doing a fucking Harlem shake. I didn't notice this the first time around. I went back and watched the clip again. The other day. Oh, like Keanu. Yeah. They're literally point blank range. They're so close. They're right there. Right there. Yeah. It's like here to here. <laughs> Two of them. Unloading an ungodly amount of ammo. You think you got them? <laughs> and Keanu shoots him in the back. <laughs> That's one of the funniest. The fact that he gets clipped to the shoulder from behind. My number four. 
I don't like being the first one to do it. I don't like spoiling it. But Steve went to work one day just thinking I'm a regular ass henchman and I'm going to do some tough guy stuff. And then Bolo Young, his co-worker. That's your four? Yeah, man. I Look, I I tried. Oh, man. Bolo, just as an intimidation factor, murders his own teammate just to show he doesn't give a fuck. That was on my OOLIs. Wait, isn't his name Moon? Didn't you say his name is Moon? No, his name is Bolo. His name is Bolo in every movie. I don't care. In the episode that we did top five names, I think you said that his name was Moon. Mm, all right. That stuck out to me for some reason. But yeah, Moon killing his teammate. It's because he fails in fighting. He throws his henchmen out there to fight Jean-Claude Van Damme. He does such a poor job. Snaps him. Can't have that type of energy around. Is that why he killed him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I rewatched it. I thought he just killed him to demonstrate. Well, that too. It's a frustration. Like, I've got no use for you. Here's what I'm about. It's not even that. It's like, yo, you think you're tough? This is how tough I am. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kill my teammate. (laughs) Now, if it was like because the guy had fought and failed, it loses some of its power, I got to say. Oh, really? Oh, no, man. That's great. It was all about the proving a point. Proving a really wild ass point. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird hill for his friend to die on. (laughs) Amina is right. If he does it with no explanation, no context, it is scarier. It's better. Yeah. But it still shows you the type of operation that he's running here. For sure. My number four. I have to imagine this is on everyone's list. How do you like your ribs? (laughs) From Action Jackson. I wrote it down. Didn't make it. Thought about it. It's a great one, though. See, now... That is exactly the line that I would draw between kill and death. And murder, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a top five kill. Kill, yeah. I don't know that it's a top five death. Maze, I think you're right because what makes it memorable for me is the line. Yeah. Hence, it's the kill, not the death. Should I replace my number four as a result? It's up to you. That didn't make my list because I think of it more from mm. the Carl Weathers perspective. Okay, I'll replace because you're right. I think that's a, an accurate way to look at it. In that case, my number four is the horse Corky <laughs> shot by an arrow, but really it was the apples that killed it in Envy. I didn't even have that. That's a great one. <laughs> Fuck. No, Corky, no. <laughs> also, the horse dies funny. It just fucking keels over, man. <laughs> my number three... It's already been referenced. She's a recovering alcoholic. It's Helen Hunt and Kiss of Death. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even write that down. Michael Rappaport gets her drunk, takes her to the strip club, takes her home, almost certainly rapes her. She's leaving in a drunken stupor. She's still drunk in the morning. Backs out of the driveway without looking. We think that's the moment where she's going to get trucked. Nope. Mm-mm. She causes a car to swerve, but then she drives straight forward into an oncoming truck the worst driver of all time (laughs) this is an all-timer my number three it almost made the movie a file it was so memorable green lantern's dad (laughs) exploding in the fighter jet i forgot about that One of the funniest scenes we've ever done. By far one of the funniest scenes we've ever had on this show. With his ass completely on, by the way. Asses all filled up that cockpit. I don't know how hard that job is to act that scene, but I know it's not that hard. I know it's not as hard as he made it look. His dad exploding in the jet. That is so funny to me. That's a good one, man. That's really good. My number three is perhaps the most impactful death. In cinephobe history, mm. the death of Apollo Creed. Yep. Mm. If you're a cinephobe listener, and I have to assume that you're a religious cinephobe listener, if you listen to CD5, you know we 
literally named our ass off award after Carl Weathers mm -hmm. for his ability to portray death so convincingly that a real medical doctor thought called an ambulance and was checking on him. Not a character of the movie, the onset doctor. The actual real medical doctor who was there. Yep. It's an all timer, man. Yep. That's my number two. Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed's death in Rocky IV. The death so impactful, it might be the most explosive plot liftoff of all time. <laughs> That's right. It's the driving force of the whole movie. You guys talked about fooling the doctors. It brings Rocky out of retirement. It's a crazy scene. Coming off of his whole James Brown living in America song and dance. It's got, if he dies, he dies. Throw mm -hmm. the damn towel. It's mm -hmm. one of the best scenes front to back we've ever done in cinephobe history if you remember from the trivia the original version of the script had apollo in a wheelchair mm. not dead but just kind of devastated and sad but had that happened we wouldn't have gotten again the greatest acting in the history of acting my number two we should probably do this as a top five too it's top five screenshot that we've had in the chat. <laughs> it's the Panther and Anaconda. Uh, yeah. it's, <laughs> that was an OLI for me. Yeah. I was trying to find a spot for it so bad. The surprise. <laughs> the, the surprise. Of the, like someone had slipped in the back door. Oh, that might be the original. If oh, oh. <laughs> was a picture, it'd be. <laughs> in a movie, in which you're supposed to worry about. The snakes killing the people. I almost had it number one. Like, it is unbelievable. <laughs> it's so funny. It's a good-ass number two. My number two, recency bias, but I want it in here. Street Kings, <laughs> ex-wife fucked to death. <laughs> the only off-camera death? I just Dude. listened to that part of the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. We're the fellas, man. <laughs> we undersold. I mean, I guess we had to, but we undersold it on the rewatchington when we're telling people, all right, for the fellas, like, keep that. Uh, it's so fucking funny. Again, the concept of being so sexually powerful that you took someone's life. What a way to go. Usually people think about, oh, they had a heart attack during sex. That's how you die. Nope. Brain aneurysm. Brain pops. He fucked her, her brains. brains out. Yes. Yo, you got it, bro. You win. I'd be a little afraid to have sex again. Oh, no. The next time, you know? Have you ever watched Hancock? Yeah. Have you ever watched the unrated version of Hancock? I don't think so. He fucks someone to death? Fucks their brains out? <laughs> like, is, is I like think a, you watched a different movie. There's a fucking crater. And I'm just saying. I think you watched the porn parody. Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> Dale Hancock Holloway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Number one for me. This is an epic death. It's Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. <laughs> he gets tied down. He's being held down. Oh, it's so good. You bitches. It's so long. <laughs> this is murder. Murder. So many lines. <laughs> How many lines? How many lines? Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. They're hammering his legs. They bring out the bees. Not the bees. Oh, not the bees. Not the bees. Oh. You bitches. Francis Conroy comes out with an EpiPen to keep him alive. Yeah, that's fucking badass, man. So that they can put him in the Wicker Man and burn him alive. Yeah. It's a big moment in Cinephobe history because the version I watched didn't have the torture scene and it pissed right. me off so much that it became a phobe. You take it back. But this scene alone is a file. You take it back right now. It's the number one death in Cinephobe history. All right, I need a clarification here. Mm -hmm. And it's going to decide what my number one is, okay? Do we think the moon died <laughs> when Idris Elba shot it? No. No, no. Just a flesh wound? 
Just another crater. It's like saying, do you think the building exploded <laughs> when Ryan Reynolds threw the gun at it? <laughs> Wait, did it? Because that's going to change my list. We never saw no. the building again. <laughs> we never saw. All right. Well, it's too ambiguous for this ambiguous <laughs> listen. Okay. So the moon didn't die. No. Moon took it like 50 cents. Yep. And took it and smiled at it. Then it is from the start of the scene through getting killed by a shotgun. So it starts with. Carson Phillips shoveling dirt into his face <laughs> to Brendan Fraser, eventually chasing him through and getting murdered by shotgun. It is the death of Brendan Fraser. I'm sorry, I should say the shooting of Brendan Fraser <laughs> in Poison Rose. That is number one for me. That's <laughs> but it has to start with the shovel scene and the surprise of when he goes out there in that fucking hat. He's just pointing that little ass gun at him. The way he gets blown away by a shotgun. That is my favorite death in Cinephobe history. My number one, it's already been said, it's Bolo killing his, <laughs> his own guy. I refuse to believe this revisionist history where he did it because the guy... You choose not to believe this, yes. I choose not to believe. I choose to believe that, nope, what happened was Bolo just wanted to show old JCVD... You know what? You think you're bad? Mm -hmm. This is how bad I am. This is what we do here. If you're about to fight someone and like, oh, wait, all right. And it's like, hold on, wait one second. Hey, Bob, can you come over here for a second? Like at that point, you're like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to fight this guy, you know? It is the most badass moment I think we've had in Cinephobe history. Yeah. Maybe Drago not caring that he killed Apollo Creed. Yeah. It's an all-time moment. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. All right. O-L-I's. Let's dump them out, fellas. O-O-L-I's. I had iced tea and 3,000 miles to Graceland. Yep. Say yeah, no to, bro. There. Yep, that's up there. I've got Ice Road, the death of Lawrence Fishburne. Yep, that's also on my list. All of a sudden, it's like, nah, he's under. The foot is what did it for me. <laughs> Again, one of those great <laughs> screenshots in Cinephobe history. He went Mr. Fantastic on it. In Legion, the dude exploding on the cross. <laughs> Upside down. Yeah, upside down. <laughs> Another upside down death. I had Jimmy in Roadhouse. 
I used to fuck guys like you in prison, then Dalton rips his throat out. Yeah, that's a great one. Lawnmower man. Father, what's his name? Melting. <laughs> Set on fire, and he does the kind of inflatable arm thing, yeah. I also had from Lawnmower Man the Dippin' Dots murders. And Big Red. And Big Red. And Roscoe, the best chimp I ever had. Oh. In the theatrical cut, he's got the really bad death where they cut it together and the guard shoots him as he's leaving. Mm -hmm. But in the director's cut, he escapes, he meets Job. They gun him down with 10 agents as he's climbing a tree. It's a really dramatic death for Roscoe in the director's version. I forgot about that one. We might need to redo the list completely. <laughs> Where do you want Roscoe to go? Number one. That's the best chimp I've ever had. <laughs> Brendan's out. That's number one. I forgot about Roscoe. Who are you bumping out? You bumping everybody down? Brendan's out. He's just gone. Brendan's just all the way out. Wow. Wow. It's too painful to have them both in there for me. <laughs> it can be only one. It's too painful. It's too painful. Yeah, I can't have both of them on the list. Like, that's too much PTSD and trauma. This is one for me. I know you guys probably didn't even think about it, but it's in Battleship where the alien turns and Rihanna says, Mahalo, motherfucker, and she blows him away with that cannon on the ship. I love it, man. What a See, great shot. Once again, that's a kill. Yeah, that's a kill. That's not a death. Well, that motherfucker's dead, so it's a death. The one-liner <laughs> feels like a kill. I've got Don't Be a Menace to South Central, the opening scene. Was it going up in the hood? <laughs> Get shot. Don't make it age 21. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, homie, for me. I have Dora, the maid from the Fanatic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I rewatched that scene again. Oh, my so God. So the thing I don't think we talked about was that she's wailing on him with her duster. And it made me think of that Arrested Development thing where Buster's mad at the housekeeper. So he throws what he thinks is her favorite toy at what he thinks is her car, which is a dust buster at a bus. Yes. <laughs> and then Moose gets distracted by wind chimes. Death by vending machine. Maximum overdrive. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thought about that one. I had Bubba Hendershot from Maximum Overdrive mm. when he shoots the bulldozer with the bazooka and then the gun table mows him down. Bloodsport. Bolo killing JCVD's friend, even though we find out he wasn't dead. He was fine in the hospital next day. But again, I choose to believe that he killed him and then held the little headband. Mm -hmm. Well, then let me build off that because he does kill somebody else in that Kumite. Who does he kill? He murders a dude, snaps his neck, and then they just clean up and go about their business. <laughs> like, all right, more fights today, guys. El Scorpio in Predator 2. Oh, of course. He's ready. That's a great one. Yeah, he's ready. Runs up on the roof, yells at the Predator, then... Gets shot and falls off and lands on a picnic table. John Lovitz in National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. Dying and then you're coming back. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> Just keep doing what you're doing. It's one of the weirdest turns in a movie. And it's such a bizarre ending. But Coughlin's Law committed suicide. Yeah. yeah. Thought about it. That's a big time one. Silas in The Da Vinci Code. Paul Bettany. Soy Fantasma. <laughs> Angel. <laughs> The guy had a run, didn't he? I saw some clip of the Johnny Depp trial the other day. They were talking about... Paul Bettany's a good friend that you've done drugs with, right? That's a strange question. Um, Paul Bettany's a good friend. Yes. You've done drugs with him? Yes, I have. Cocaine, right? Uh, cocaine, yes. Alcohol? Alcohol, yes. Pills, including Xanax and Adderall, right? Hmm... That I'm not so sure of. <laughs> Paul Bettany's like, oh, I'm fucking minding my business, man. Why am I getting straight? Hayden Christensen and Takers. We just did the rewatching. No, because they no, put the hat on. They no. lay the hat on his chest. No, it's just the hat. No, it's really the hat. <laughs> no, the hat will live forever. <laughs> the honorable 
Bruce Willis nuke suicide, Armageddon. Yeah. It's a big time one, man. Oh, yeah. The whole crew. This one was maybe the toughest to keep off my list. It's John Crux's death in the fan because... Dude, I was trying to think about that. He's just <laughs> murdered at home plate. In the middle of a game? Middle of a game, pouring rain, and they just leave him there. No one checks on him. Nick Cage and Deadfall getting dunked face first in the deep fryer. Oh, this one is one of the saddest ones we've ever had. It was too sad to put on my list. It's the sacrifice of the giant eagle freezing to death to keep Jaden Smith alive and after earth. It's really sad, man. I don't think I could watch it again. Just that scene. I would have to, I would have to cover my eyes. It's too touching. <laughs> the night slayer and Cobra. Yeah. He gets lifted <laughs> up and put on the big, huge hook and then taken into a big furnace. This one from a million ways to die in the West, the guy crushed by the giant ice block. Oh yeah. That's probably my favorite part of the movie. The funny thing is that movie, it starts and you think they're going to show you a million ways to die in the mm -hmm. West. And at some point, yeah. they just give up on that concept and just go into the story. Mr. Justin in Event Horizon, when his eyes explode and he floats out into space. One of the Lawrence brothers playing Tex in Money Plane, doing the Russian roulette. I can't lose. Then he blows his brains out. And then my last one was Face, a.k.a. Quagmire from Tango and Cash. Big fucking shit. Getting electrocuted during a torrential downpour between two huge Transformers during the prison break. My last one, it's the Hubcaps. Hurricane Heist. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was tough to keep off the list, too, man. See, that's a kill. That's a kill to me. Well, then maybe it'll come back. Yeah. Make sure you're checking the Discord, patreon.com slash count the dings to sign up. Get into that Discord channel. You can share your CT5 list and suggestions. Also, at Talk Hoops, at Darth Mean, at Corn Puzzle, at Count the Dings on Twitter. Send them our way or put them in an Apple podcast review. Just make sure that thing is five stars. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. <laughs>